conversation. Yeah, we could do yeah. that. That'd be a fun way to open. It would be a great way to open. It's how we just opened. I've been I've been recorded a minute ago. All right, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I am your host, Joe K. This is episode seven, alongside, of course, the peanut butter to my jelly, Pat Mancuso. Yes, sir. And uh, you're not Tom Hughes. Hi. What up, <laughs> ladies Tom, and gentlemen? Hey. Tom Hughes, as you may have heard from last time, is somewhere on the West Coast, not being a father. He he's <laughs> currently he's in San Diego, Los Angeles. I'm actually going to meet him in Las Vegas for the Mint Collective in two days, which I'm really excited about. So, in his place, we have Top Hat Jeff Easton. Um, yes, it's nice to see him. You might remember <laughs> him from our various uh, hip parade TikToks, and if not, you should go look at all of our TikToks. He. Uh, he wins a lot. He's a hot wing too, and that really went he, poorly. He beat me in the hot trip challenge. Was not was not <laughs> excited about that. Still, uh, and I still feel bad about that. Yeah, you do I not feel bad about that. that. No, do, it's okay. He, Pat was scooping ice cream out with his hands to cool it down. I was, li- I was living my fat boy dream by scooping ice cream out with my put hands. His face in the container. <laughs> ice cream. He was. I thought about oh, it. Great. I, I thought it. about it. So anyway, I've known Jeff for how long have I known you? Fifteen years. 16, 18, oh, yeah. somewhere around there, yeah. right? wow. 15 to 20 year Almost range. 20 it's been I didn't know that. Yeah, nepotism runs wild here. It's okay, though. <laughs> we just already know to hire the best. It's okay. Um, Jeff's been here for about a year. About um, a year. About yeah. a year. Oh, two weeks will be a year. That's crazy. And I will get $200 from him being here for a year. Do you get a crack of that, jo- no. uh, Jeff? You, 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 you don't get anything? Don't you don't take him out to dinner? Not not even, I don't even get a lunch. Take him no, out to a nice seafood dinner and never call you again. I get $200. He gets employment. I feel like that's fair. <laughs> a stick of gum? Stick, Nothing. Slice Nothing. of gum, sir? No, you want no a, gum. You want a stick of gum? A stick of gum. I'll get you a pair. Just don't eat the sticker. <laughs> I eat oh, stickers all the time. I eat stickers dude. all the time. You eat stickers? Yeah. All right. This is going to be off the road. Yeah, it's going to turn into a lot of always sunny quotes just with the three of us here. But um, Jeff, I hear, I hear uh, you're quite the athlete. You hold uh, multiple high school uh, records. His mother has correct? all of the newspapers and from I'm his... Sure <laughs> since then, they've probably all been broken. Uh, I'm, I'm going to yeah. find Do that you actually out hold. Hold on, did you actually hold records, or is that just me pretending um, that you did? Back when I was an athlete, I attended Kenmore West. <laughs> <laughs> I attended Kenmore West High School. I always say, back when I was an athlete. You're um, still an athlete. You throw a football very well. I do. It's my quarterback. I do, I do. I do. Okay. It's my quarterback. Okay. But, yeah, I, I think I, I had... Uh, <laughs> um, in career scoring, because, see, I only played... I started like one and a half seasons on varsity i was on the team for like three and a half years what sport basketball, basketball. okay we're gonna just clarify yeah, that's what we're really excited about that clarifying for the listeners here but you know i i and i did i did pretty well i i, I <laughs> he's so humble for some you reason set some records I, jeff i was a first team all-state baseball pitcher in high school i ride that i love that i am i'll uh, never shy away from it no i was i was, I was good at math i was first team niagara frontier league <laughs> Yeah. As a senior, first team Niagara Frontier League, and I was um, honorable mention all Western New York. Nice. I was, was. Again, like you would, you would know it from now, honor, honorable mention Western like New York to honorable mention history. Yeah, that was my sport. Girl. He's a hooper. Played played basketball. That was my thing. That was yeah, my, I lied to you. You're gonna have to lean in closer to your mic. Sorry. Oh, okay. Just well. to get a little louder. Maybe just yeah. tilt it this way. Yeah. Fuck it. Close enough. Jeff, I'll, Jeff, I'll hold to, it. I don't oh. care. I'll hold the damn thing. To give to That's give good. the fans out there some context of who you are, I've drum I've drum up a couple questions to kind of see. I also have no idea what he's about to ask you. Uh, to to give the listeners a type of uh, person that you are. Ooh, the real um, person or well, we're, 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 person? these these are easy ones. These are easy ones. So the man under if the you d- if you shoot yourself in the foot, <laughs> that's on you. That's fine. The first question is sure. it, 
If you were to get into a bar fight, what professional athlete would you want by your side? Oh, John Jones. Does he count? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Top four major sports. Top four. Major so sports. so not a fighter. So not you have to Mike pick like Tyson. a not a fighter. Yeah, not Mike Tyson. Damn it's got to be someone who doesn't each? fight professionally. Uh, Munenori Kawasaki. <laughs> I, from from the I know exactly who you're talking about too. I mean, does that be a current? Because I think he's no, um, retired from baseball. I mean, hold on. Mine where, is. Where did you pull that from? Mine is Shaq. because he's probably he might be my favorite athlete of all time. Because of the whole banana situation, he's, right? Just not just not even just that. Just his antics. <laughs> I heard he does headstand headstands he's before baseball games. Amazingly hilarious. He once would make again, everyone there laugh. No one would want to fight anymore. Once it, once it, uh, once again for the listeners out there, because I know you're probably thinking to yourself, who the hell is that? Uh, he's a baseball player <laughs> he uh, for the Jays. For, yeah, for the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, and had crazy. an infamous um, interview <laughs> where they uh, at, where he had to leave a game because he had cramps. And then they asked him, "Is like, hey, what what do you do now to kind of uh, counteract that whole thing?" And he 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 said, "Jeff, every one of his interviews is notable, by the way." But he <laughs> said that for his cramps, he's going to eat bananas. Why? Because monkeys never cramp. <laughs> and the reporter couldn't could he couldn't he couldn't defy that answer. He said, "So how many bananas a day?" And I believe he said three. I will say I have been to multiple zoos, and I have never once <laughs> seen a gorilla or a chimpanzee cramp up. So he's on to something. He's, he's on to something. He could sure. <laughs> tells he's no brilliant. lies. He he's, tells no lies. He's brilliant. So, um, so that's my that's guy. A baseball. Okay. I, he doesn't get a baseball bat. He's hitting with his fist. That's fine. I don't okay. think it's gonna matter. He's gonna okay. be great. Fine. No, I, he won't even. We won't fight. He'll make everyone there laugh, and then no one will be fighting anymore. I, I love like four major sports, so I'm still picking Ryan Reeves. Okay, I feel like he's just gonna murder people. Oh, so you're going that <laughs> route? Well, yeah, right. an actual fighter. I feel right. like I'd want to win the fight, and I have to do as less as po- least as possible. Yeah. I'm not winning. That that's fight. why I'm going with Shaq. Ooh, Shaq has got the distance. He's he's got he's the got muscles. The reach. He's he you he knows Shaq. You can't food. get close to punch. Yeah, you get hundred percent. He's just he, he was steel. My, he was my, one of my national Kazam, treasures. Shazam, which one was he? Kazam. What was it? Kazam. Kazam. It was Kazam. It was Kazam. Kazam. Yeah, he can do anything. Shaq Fu. Too. Shaq, that's what Shaq, I said. Yeah, Shaq Fu. Um, there was a video game about yeah, Shaq Fu. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that no one's beating me in my national treasure, Shaq. I got three national treasures. He's one of them. Wow. What are your other two? Danny DeVito and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not arguing any of those. <laughs> I mean, Danny DeVito, I mean, for sure. Uh, all right, second question for those at home. Sure. Would you switch lives with Tim Tebow if you had to follow his rules about booze, sex, and going to church? Yes. What? Would- I don't believe you for an <laughs> Why? There we go. Because, like, wait, so... So his rules about... Would, not, would you? You're not you drinking. Would, you're not like, having you sex. Would you're not getting just, married. Uh, I don't. You know, honestly, I, I, I don't drink a whole lot. To, I just drink. You know, yoo-hoo's? No, yeah. Like it, during the week, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't even have an alcohol in my house. I only drink when I go out. You know, with you degenerates after we play football. You're such a so Christian I love how, boy. I love how but me. I'm not. You're such I'm a not, Christian boy. I just don't. But now my question is: Is this like a Freaky Friday thing where we <laughs> switch? Where I become him like just like in our mind and i'm still his no so, so you have all of his beliefs no all of his beliefs it's like get instilled into oh, you like you get yeah, into, you're still, body, still you instilled well, in yeah his handsomeness is part of the reason why i was thinking i would switch because yeah, i thought we would actually you don't feel like no, you're handsome no 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 i'm all right but i'm not rate yourself uh, i'm like a i'm like a now yeah i'm like a six and a half 
I'm a, in my prime. I think I was like a prime eight. Jeff. I'm gonna go Solid eight or nine. Eight. No, you pro- prime Jeff was nine. I watched Girls at the. Remember Jen couldn't stop touching your chest without being. <laughs> <at you. laughs> I hope Craig listens to this one. I know but he knows. Oh boy, um, we're, we're, we're shaking things up. Hey, so you going so, only six and a half? So it's all personality, isn't it? <laughs> I am finished. <laughs> I, I am, physically, I'm a mess. Like okay. I, I know, I know. Like you know, which you know, we're interrupting my weightlifting time. Right yeah, that's now. about that's me. I want to get to the. He's gym. supposed to be lifting. It's but super I do. My fault. So I, I mean, I, I'm in a little bit better shape since you know we've been on Fit Parade and stuff. But it's true, almost done. Um, but still, I'm, I'm, I'm just. It's just a downward spiral. <laughs> it really is. It, so, I, don't want, I don't want to bring the podcast down here. Uh, you're not. I you're, think you're, you're bringing not. it right you're, to you're where bring, Exactly. Sure, you're you're sure. making the like, girls line up sure. as you put yourself on blast. <laughs> you're, a, you're a six and a half. But Shoot honestly, guns at her camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so your answer, Tim Tebow, would be yes? I would say yes. Plus, he's younger. How old is Tim Tebow? He's like my oh. age. Like, thir- like early? Like 33, 30? yeah, mid-30s. Say mid-30s. Yeah. Super Christian. No, you? of course yeah, not. But yeah. no, I knew that was a layup a, for you. Yeah, it was an easy one. one. I'm, I'm a degenerate, but I'm good at it, and it's the things I like doing best. My best memories and like moments have come from either it's gambling, drinking, girl stuff, not going to church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, like I've built quite the... Uh, career out of yeah. the opposite of that so i'm good on it my answer is no as well i spent enough time in church i don't you need to keep well i'm glad that i went good. the other way with it yeah well, you guys both said no we're tr- said we're no. trying to build you up jeff so well, we're not six and a half bud he's <laughs> <laughs> shooting those guns at the camera it's gonna work one day <laughs> i think as a podcast we're four and a half so jeff being a six and a half still works out. i love yeah. it I, I, I'm actually bringing up the average. He's, he's like a six and a half West Coast. So it's I just meant like as a podcast, not as like how we look, by the way. Boy. Unbelievable. I love it. No, oh, no. I'm an A personality, though. I'll tell you that. Ladies, yeah, he's type A, all right. Right. Guys. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that is Jeff Easton. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> this little, is what you're getting instead of Tom In a Hughes. nutshell, yes. Thank you, folks. I love it. All right, so, Patrick, do you have any other? Oh, you, you only had two questions, huh? I only had two. We, we got one later. Uh, I'll bring up when we uh, touch on another subject. All right, sounds good. Um, let's see. Let's just jump into sports and stuff. Uh, let's just get out of the way early. March Madness has happened. We've gotten to the Final Four. Uh, anybody who's listened to this show or watched the show on YouTube in the last two weeks know that we know absolutely nothing about college basketball. I, we thought we did. It was great. But you know what? I don't feel that bad because none of you have this. Nobody has this Final Four. The only person in this room that had a Final Four participant is me, because I guess UConn correctly. <laughs> yeah. Nobody had FAU. Nobody Zero. had San Diego State. Zero. Maybe some Miami fan out there was like, the U, baby, let's do it. Yeah. But other than that, no. Do you think there was anybody that had more than one in the in the United States? Somebody had UConn in Miami somewhere. I guarantee it. Yeah. I just do not believe that any... Nobody had FAU. Not a single person. I can't imagine. Unless they went to FAU. Even the people that, when you start the new bracket from the Sweet 16, instead of starting from the 64, when you start from just the Sweet 16 on, there's probably, I would say, there might be one person, maybe, out of all those people, out of only 16 teams that may have picked that Final Four. Maybe. Yeah. 
Even that, then. Yeah, even I don't then. know. I haven't seen the stats on that one, but uh, I, I don't assume. Th- I don't think there's a perfect bracket from the Sweet 16 either. I was, I was just about to so say that. So I don't yeah. feel as bad for like looking terrible in our first mega s- major sports I feel bad. thing. That we I won my conference about. tournament, and then yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, holy shit. I was talking so much smack, and then I just completely dropped the bag, which right. is... Like, even the teams we were like, oh, man, Kansas State, which you were close to being right on, by the way. Yeah, I was. They just said that, was it? No, that wasn't the game where the refs ruined it. That's Korean. Uh, yeah, no, they uh, Kansas State didn't get the shot off. Right. How do you not get a shot off at the end of the game? It's just. Because this is the most absolutely ridiculous March Madness tournament of absolutely. all time. Of all time. It's fantastic. This is why we love it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, leading into the tournament, all we talk about is. We love this shit. This is one of our favorite weekends of the year, et cetera, et cetera. And it's been awesome. I've never seen so many Aztec fans in San Diego the day after they won. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were (laughs) in San Diego. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my God, it was crazy when they won. They couldn't believe that they beat Bama. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, most people couldn't. I like Texas a lot. Yeah. I was heartbroken when they lost. They got. I think I had them in one of my brackets. Weren't they up 20? At one point, Texas was up, like, a lot, and then they just blew it. Yeah, and then they just blew mm-hmm. it. it was, I don't know if it got quite to 20, but it, it was... They ended up losing close. by yeah. 88, yeah. 81. And, oh Me and Tom walked around the uh, the whole show and asked people, who do you think is going to win? And I can't tell you how many people chose Texas. Yeah, because they were the best ones left at the time. Yeah. Well, UConn, to me, yeah, I guess that's fair. Is is a, the heavy hitter. And the worst part even, about even it... Even before the game started, I thought UConn was... Because they had, they were hurt during the season, but then they were getting people back as the tournament was kicking off, and they were just getting in stride. And obviously, I didn't pick them. But no. the absolute worst part is that I run my tournament challenge pool that I've run every year for what as long as I've known you twenty years at this yeah. point. I was in first, and I had Texas. All I had to do was like win one more game, and it was all good mm. for me. And instead, they lost. And the way it shook out is that currently Tom is leading, and oh. I don't want that to happen because then I have to hear about it. Oh yeah. Well, we're definitely going to hear about it. I know. Well, you guys will hear about it too, the uh, listeners. Yeah. No, he doesn't get to say anything. <laughs> we won't let him. His bring takes it up. have been so terrible, and I think we're going to roast him in a little bit about his other takes. And uh, the internet's doing a good job for us too. Yeah. But, thank uh, <laughs> I saw. I saw him post on uh, on the Instagram one about K State. I was actually in there and joining in. It's like go K State. So I felt that one. Oh, good for you. I it's all right though. So I guess we're coming down to it. Let's um. Let's. Sh- be wrong again. Uh, I'm going with UConn as my champion. You have to. I have to. You have to. But uh, I know you want Florida Atlantic to win. But I, do you think they're going to? I genuinely don't. <laughs> I genu- As much so as I really want them to, I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, let's go with them because I wasn't going to pick them. And it seems all it the teams that I weren't going to pick. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm going to go with FAU from Boca Raton. Uh <laughs> The, the the people over on the twenty A out in Florida, living in the nice uh, the nicest part of Florida. Going let's let's, local, let's right. bring a championship back to the beach, baby. Yeah. Let's go owls. Ah! The owls, birds I, of war. I'll be, I'll be happy with whoever wins that game between Florida Atlantic and San Diego. I I personally just would like to see San Diego State. Um, I don't know. They're just they they play hard, man. Yeah, took I, just, I just I just like the way they play. And it is awesome that one of those two teams will be in the national championship. Mm-hmm. There are five, correct? There are five. Yep. And a five. So, funny thing is, coming into the tournament, my team is Duke. Yeah. Yeah, another And they were a five entering the tournament. And we saw facts saying that a five seed has never won the tournament. And we're like, oh, yeah, this could be the year because no Duke's going to win it. We weren't. And, like that well, at all. nobody was Maybe we're right with the five winning it, but. <clears throat> 
it's not going to be Duke. Maybe the five is going to be San Diego State. Or Miami. So Or Miami. Miami's a five, too. <sighs> Think about it. It's uh, nine, it's five, five, and a four. <laughs> the wind out of the story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, theoretically, if they play each other, a five will 100% win it, which is great. And that's how you know everybody's brackets are screwed up because too many fives won. <laughs> like but a, the thing is, Miami, because I'm an older gentleman, so I remember <laughs> back to the U, you know, 20 years ago when they, they were, were awesome and everything. dominant. Yeah. And so I feel like that's still too recent to have success where, like, ah, they don't deserve this one. San Diego State, what have they ever had? They had Kawhi Leonard. They had Garrison Garrison Hurst. Do you know who uh, the Aztecs' leader of assists are? Tony Gwynn? Yeah, Tony Gwynn. I saw that. For the basketball team. But that's so, that's how that's how bad yeah. their, their team has so, been through the years. So that's why and UConn is the same thing where they've had they've won two national titles in the past what fifteen years or something yeah. like that. So they've been very good. They've and, been good and now. For like a long so, time. I feel like San Diego State. Well, and Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I mean, because they never. Did you couldn't even name an NBA player from Florida Atlantic. No. Yeah. Not I don't even know if there is any NBA so one, players in Florida yeah, Atlantic. One of them, one of them, I'd be cool with, you know. Yeah, Florida Atlantic would be the best story. San Diego State. <laughs> the only time you've heard about them in the news is when uh, their ex punter may or may not have been involved in some uh, extracurriculars that he was cleared of. He was completely cleared. Of <laughs> but uh, then Miami is like Miami wins. Miami University wins this tournament regardless between how good the men's team was and how good the women's team mm-hmm. did. That, yeah. was, that was a good like, story. They ended they up losing to, to LSU recently in the women's tournament. Mm-hmm. But in Elite Eight. Yeah, they were like a yeah. nine seed. They pulled some upsets. Both teams were just really good. I mean, even if Miami doesn't win, like they still the school comes out as like the biggest winners overall. Just being in the final four gets you so many recruit or people wanting to go mm-hmm. or like those people yeah, who are huge. the people who were on the on the fence thinking yeah. about it or going to Creighton or going to Miami. Now they're going to Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's that way for all the small schools that had the mm-hmm. upset like Princeton, you yeah. know, like well, well <laughs> I don't think people are gonna start going to Princeton. But like the, 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 Okay, bad example. <laughs> but, like, but my my thing is, do you think this helps FAU though too? Yeah, of course it does. Oh, do you yeah, think absolutely. it does? Like, because I mean, you could you could look at, you could make the argument that like Miami could be back in there because statistically, I mean, they're going to have a higher end of people coming in like that are better, um, have better abilities, mm-hmm. and FAU may never see those well, type of players again. Like this might just be like one of those FGCU years. Yeah, but those FGCU years, they still they came back again because more people went there. I always equate it to like we we've talked about before. The UB situation when UB started making the playoffs and or um, the tournament and winning some games and surprising people, they kept getting better athletes. Now they went from getting the two and three stars to the three and fours. Like no real fives came here, of course. Mm-hmm. But either way, when we have great coaching, like we said, we had Nate Oates who just coached Alabama to great things, and yeah. we had um, oh I forget who the one was before him. Oh, we had your we boy had Hurley. Tur- well, or we, we had Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Bobby Hurley before yeah, we went Bobby to Arizona. Hurley, State. Yeah, yeah. What well, am I So like we were just bringing we were just bringing people in and. You could see just from locally, like more, they were getting better players. So that's going to happen for Florida Atlantic for sure. People are hope so somewhere, somewhere they're falling in love with the Owls. They're like, oh, we can still go to Florida, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Miami, they had this thing going on with. Um, uh, I read the story. Like they actually were like, kind of got they got almost in trouble because it was just as the NIL deals were coming in, mm-hmm. and there was a booster who basically like paid for people to come to Miami. And, like, that stuff was happening all the time, and I was just like, whatever. Uh, the guy who hit, I forget his name right was now. Was it Nevin Shapiro, was it? <laughs> uh, he maybe. Was, he, I know. He was, yeah. I remember. We talked about this last podcast, yes. about the yeah. about the death penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. So the, wow. it just got to a point where, you know, that's how they got the, the twins on the women's team. Mm-hmm. That's how they got the one guy um, from the transfer portal. I can't remember. He's the guy who hit the shot from over the backboard and didn't count. 
Mm. I forgot his name right now. I'm not looking it up. It's not yeah. that important. So, yeah. like I said, Miami still comes out as winners. Um, UConn, again, I'm going to just go with them. UConn's funny. You said, like, yeah, UConn's won a few titles, blah, blah, blah. But their titles are always so random. Like, you never think they're going to win. They won it as an 8 seed the one year, or a 7 yeah. seed the one mm-hmm. year. That was the Kemba Walker team, I think, right? Yeah. Might have been, yeah. The, on, the, only, yeah, the only UConn team that I actually thought was going to win and won was the Emeka Okafor team and the yeah. Ben yeah. Gordon. And the, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that team was sweet. just they were unbelievable. Yeah, they were I think it was like a sophomore in high but, school or something And honestly, like it, it's because of the women's team being so good all of the time yeah. that you just think the men always are, but now they kind of have their ebbs and flows. They're usually in the tournament, but mm-hmm. yeah. they go on a run like this once every – Four or five years and just um, yeah, UConn. Yeah, with different just coaches, girls. like it's just it's pretty amazing what they've done. It's bananas. So yeah, I got UConn. Who are you guys picking to win? You got FAU. Who yeah. did, you, did you pick? San anybody? Diego State. All right, cool. We're I like it. Congratulations, Miami, on your championship. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's exactly it how it's going to work. Yep. Exactly. Let's run into the NFL now. Um, well, let's just start with Lamar Jackson, who yesterday, I mean, this is, we're, again, we record this on Tuesday. He tweeted out a whole bunch of stuff, basically doing the old, goodbye, everybody, I'll see you later, Baltimore, you're my home, I love you guys, I'll be back, you know we're going to hang out, my flock, or whatever the hell else he wants to say. But he basically also announced that, yeah, on March 2nd, I requested a trade because Baltimore is not going to pay me what I think I'm worth, they obviously don't care about me, so this is not the place for me, I won't be disrespected, I'm out. So... He announced that he basically he basically asked for a trade a month ago at this point because I mean we're coming up on a month if he did it March second uh, he's obviously not gonna, I've been saying it the last two three weeks like he's just not going to end up there you could tell that something was wrong and this was it he asked for the trade and that's why it's just weird so uh, Jeff what are your thoughts on this entire situation I think I was saying it even at the end of the season that. That injury, the way they handled his his knee injury, they originally said it was going to be one to three weeks. Was that was what he was going to be out? Yes. And not only it ended up being including the playoffs. I, well, I forgot what it was like six. Yeah, he was out for a while. I feel like he made up his mind then that he was not going to play another down for that franchise that's fair this is going back of course to to the broken down contract talks even in the off season you know last coming year. into yep. last season that they, they just they have a uh irreparable situation where they just <laughs> he just they just it seems like both sides even though they want to pay him they're they're gonna say what they're gonna say you know harbaugh has already come out oh yeah lamar is gonna be our we anticipate him being our quarterback for next season and Sashi Brown said the same thing. Oh, he, he's going to be our quarterback. We, we want to get a deal done. We're confident. <laughs> it's not going to get done. No. They hate each other. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't want to be there, and they don't want him. There, there's, if they really wanted him, they would have locked him up. They basically and, just look at him as what? Like an asset that they just need to eventually cash in on. Yes. And they need to do it by saving face and not looking like jerks while mm-hmm. they do it. Yes. And now, that. and now mm-hmm. it's... It's coming to this weird. It's coming to this weird conclusion where maybe I mean people are speculating when it's going to happen. I think it might happen by the draft, mm-hmm. where he's they're going to work out a contract with another team. I don't think they'll get two first because I think that's the compensation that right. they would have to give for him now. Right. I don't. I think that something else will be worked out. 
I don't think it'll be two firsts. I think it'll be a first and something, um, yeah. maybe like a first and third or, or, or a player or something like that. Well, you'd fig- you'd but, feel like if people were willing to give two firsts for Lamar, they would have just already signed him to the offer sheet and done it. Right. You know, and I don't think Baltimore's going to match whatever they give him anyway. So, and even if they do, then you just stick them with them, and oh, they'd be so messed up. But this might be the most unusual situation, though, that a star in the NFL like has ever encountered as far as teams apparently coming out and saying that oh no we're out on him we're not willing to to mm-hmm. you know pay him it's it's just very i don't know it's very confusing do you feel like everybody who started saying oh we're out on him we don't want him blah blah, blah is like a way for owners to work together to kind of like curb these guaranteed contracts and all this other nonsense yeah here it comes mm-hmm. let's go mm-hmm. thank you for poking <laughs> the bear on that <laughs> okay so <clears throat> here we go N- the the conspiracy theorist in me, I, I, I want to believe that, and I think uh, to some degree I do. It's unfair to me. Like I like, as a player, I, I think Lamar, he's just so dynamic. Mm-hmm. He's so, like, I like him. I really like him. I, and I think he, he gets, people talk about him not being a good pure pocket passer and stuff like that and there's all these advanced metrics saying that not only like not only is he a good pocket passer he's kind of great um i think there is something going on behind the the curtain as they say you're a big table pounder by the way i'm not i'm i'm it's I'm happened a, four times i can hear it in my headphones it's so confusing a table patter <laughs> My mistake. My mistake. Continue, please. No, but I I just think that what he's going through, I think, of course, him not having a true agent is really throwing a wrench in this whole thing where (laughs) contract negotiations are a weird thing because you have You tell somebody why you don't like them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you're trying to... Uh, the same for lowball, like you're trying to decrease <clears throat> their value and what you're offering them, but at the mm-hmm. same time you're telling them that you love them. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a lot of bad things said between in those conversations. And Lamar's mom has to be the one they're talking about her baby. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. They're yeah, talking about her right. baby and no other organizations and, and all his all his shortcomings. And the guy, you know, 2019 MVP of the league. Yeah, it's amazing, Patrick. What are your thoughts on this scenario? I think right now Lamar's doing what he has to do to kind of get his get the ball rolling on getting another contract. I mean, just sitting there and hoping that someone's going to call is the wrong thing, but like kind of shining light on the on the Ravens and trying to maybe put them in a bad corner and making yourself look better will definitely help you. And I think that's kind of what he's doing right now. He has to because, like he has said, there's so many organizations right now that are just like, nah, we're good. We don't want to deal with this. And I don't necessarily blame him because I don't, I'm not trying to tell my star quarterback why I don't like him. And But I, I, I love the take about the whole conspiracy, about the whole guaranteed money and everything. I think that, that the, the NFL is uh, – Mad at Cleveland. Yeah. That and I think it's a very um, I don't know I'll put like s- sketchy organization, but it is, and I could definitely see the brotherhood kind of putting the clamps to something like that and be like, listen, if you do this, you're forcing our hand to do something. The consequences don't match. Someone who's been a league MVP as recent as he is, I know he's had he he's had injury problems the last couple of years. Sure, but I'm. 
I'm at a lot like I can't think of any other sport where a guy like this had like he's available. He is out there mm-hmm. like for mm-hmm. anyone the that most needs important a, position for a, for mm-hmm. a team. The most important position in the four major sports. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. The commander. And none of these with so many people wanting a quarterback and needing a quarterback, everyone's like, no, we're good. Like, how is that possible? I mean, I can name three teams off the top of my head right now that need quarterbacks that should be, like, all over this and be like, I'm happy you're saying no because I want to say yes. Even that don't have, like, that aren't in a draft position to take, like, that aren't in top four or whatever the draft. It's The Raiders need him. Yeah. Unless they couldn't, could they not afford him because they pay <clears throat> Devonte so much? I don't know what the deal is. But the but Raiders would thing that's have been perfect. There. Kind of messing this up too is there's you look at cap situations yeah. with teams. There are a lot of teams that are like at the cap, or they've had to restructure a bunch of guys just to get under. And so that's definitely you know part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of it. But still, like. For someone like this, for so, for someone like this, you make it work. Yeah, hundred percent. And I still think the cap's a myth anyway. So you could should make be it like soccer, not have a cap, and just let everything run <sighs> no, wild. No, because then, oh, I would love it. Those small market teams are bone, man. It would never work out well. Um, but <sighs> what else? Eh. Oh, so then you you don't listen to this podcast, right? Even though you work here and you're my friend for twenty years, you don't listen to us, right? That's a yes. With that, that silence was a yes. Yeah, it's fine. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I have them all yeah. downloaded. Thank I just you. haven't. Thank you. The inten- intention's nice. Yes. Intention, yeah, intention's I always have them nice. All downloaded. Intention's it's, always nice. It's fine. That's the, the whole point is because I'm going to ask you because that means you don't listen, so you don't know what my opinion is, or so you'll just be unbiased. Mm-hmm. Where does Lamar go then? What's the best fit for him? Even though they have said that they are out on him. Mm-hmm. I believe Atlanta okay. is where he should go, but they've said they're they've said a few times that they're out on him. Where where I would like to see him go, okay, is Detroit. Let's go, <laughs> Detroit. Let's go. Detroit, Detroit I Doug. Love Detroit Doug. Shout out Detroit Doug who doesn't listen. I give I gave him a podcast uh, slip oh. this week. He says he's going to be listening. I love that. Guy. I can't believe we missed him. But it's weird. It, it's even weird for, though for Detroit because Goff. I mean, you could say Goff. The last, you know, the season that he had, it's kind of good. Um, is it the? What's the best season a Detroit Lions quarterback has had? Whenever Stafford was throwing to Megatron. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. five thousand yard yeah. season. That's yeah, it. That's true. And they went what? And other um, than that, three, what, Scott, Mitchell, Scott, Scott Mitchell, Scott Mitchell, Brett Perriman, and Herman you, but, Moore. But you're going to say that Lamar's better than Jared Goff if you're putting him up like one one v one, right? So then just make the move. Absolutely. Then make the move. There shouldn't be anything like, oh, he had a good season last year. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they, no. they didn't get close to Super Bowl. You you go and you make that play that you're supposed to change your organization, bring him to Detroit, or bring him wherever. I have this feeling that in Detroit. That people are big golf fans, like in the locker room. I, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this, but I just feel like, you know, they started off slow. Then they went on that what eight and one run where they did almost make the playoffs and everything was coming together. And golf played pretty well. I mean, he was a guy that you literally could start in fantasy football. Which I didn't think I'd be saying that about Jared Goff again. And maybe it's just a thing where we got this guy. We're a close knit team. This is awesome. He's our dude. We you know we're growing together. And then they're just gonna be like, oh well, at the last second, we're gonna just. Get out of here! I don't think that's the I don't think that's the culture they're building in Detroit. So that might be what's the mm. hold up there. 
And I'm just as from a fan's point yeah. of view, I'm just like I'm not rooting for mediocrity anymore. Right, but if you blow up. <laughs> You don't want to ever the old lose the locker room scenario. You don't want to sit there and say, "Hey." But I don't think you're losing if you're bringing in Lamar. I think Lamar is like not like a bad locker room guy. I just think he's a bad front office guy. Like the the front office is like him. I think the locker room likes him because all those guys on the Ravens definitely want him on the team. Yeah, there's no way that doesn't. You've never heard any any sort of rumblings of like. Anyone like the locker room yeah, being divided? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Lamar. You've never heard anything mm-hmm. like that. With it's Lamar. not a uh, Zach Wilson scenario, if you will. No, no, no. I think no. if you're like if you if you sit down in the Lions locker room, like, look, we had a good season last year. Jared was awesome, but we have an opportunity to take it a step higher and go to playoffs, and even a step higher, possibly go further into the Super Bowl. You guys interested? Yeah, everybody's gonna be like, fuck the hell yeah. yeah. Who who doesn't want to sign up for that? I mean. It, that's why, like, I, I'm. T- it's just, it's just so confusing. The whole. That's thing. why. The, and yeah. and the longer this drags out, the 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 more yeah. you know perplexing it gets. I feel like once he goes somewhere, it's just gonna all come out. Oh, I can't I wait. He cares because didn't you even say that um, when he tweeted out those tweets was right before Harbaugh went on two minutes. Right before, yeah, two, two minutes before his press conference. Two minutes before, yeah, yeah. that was definitely it was well timed. It was well timed. Let everybody freak out. Oh, 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 hey, John, let's yeah. chat about this. Because now, because now they know that like he's gonna go up there and probably spew some BS that they gave him, and they yeah. he just totally ripped the rug right out from under him. Was like, haha, now you have to tell the truth. Well, this has been enough Lamar Jackson talk. We got pretty far. We keep going, <laughs> but we got other stuff to touch on, and we're already halfway through. You so. can make a whole podcast on it. We that's how basically it, have. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we're here doing right now. Yeah. I love if it. If you compile our last six episodes, <laughs> you can probably put together a it's, full episode of just Lamar. It, it is incredibly interesting. So, I, again, I thank him for every week making it a little bit more fun. <laughs> um, in other football news, this is the only other real big news to touch on. Uh, a gr- multiple groups have bid $6 billion to buy, which was Dan Snyder's price, to buy the Washington Commanders. Um who are these guys again? You need to pop this up for me. Uh, they are uh, Uncle Jesse Katsopoulos. Yeah, 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 Jesse Katsopoulos. Well, it's, yeah, it's Steve, Magic no, Johnson's group. Apostolopoulos. Steve Polychronopoulos. And Steve Polychronopoulos, <laughs> a.k.a. Same. Jesse Katsopoulos. <laughs> Steve Apostolopoulos. They have funded Hip-hop-anonymous? six... Hip-hop-anonymous? <laughs> they have funded $6 billion to offer the commanders... That's crazy. $6 billion. So then... So I saw that, and I was like, wow... Let's see. Six billion is a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think the highest, the 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 team who earned uh, who's the? Here's your words. I'm, tr- I'm trying here. I'm stumbling. <laughs> yeah. What teams are worth the most? What teams are worth well, the like most? Forbes? Six top like, teams, like the four worst that are worth the most oh. in the NFL, or you're saying overall. in sports? In sports, the Yankees, Yankees, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yep. So there's one and three. <laughs> done and done. Um, the Red Sox. Actually, up there? sorry, Yankees and Cowboys are one and two. Fair enough. Are the Red Sox up there? Red Sox are not up there. Ooh. Um, there are no other baseball teams on there. That's not surprising at all. Jeez. There's no hockey teams because those franchises. Yeah, there's no hockey. I'll give you two basketball teams. Yeah, oh, um, the Knicks? Of course. The Knicks. Yeah. Right. So the Knicks. Probably, probably Golden State oh, the at this point. Knicks and the Lakers, right? Yeah, you are correct. And Golden, Golden State. State, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've yeah, been so good for so long. That they've I'm kind of surprised four and, the Lakers. Four and five belong to... Are you, are you including, like, soccer teams overseas? Oh, oh uh, so Man City? No. Ah! Hold on. Well, I do have a question. So are any of them in England? Um, I don't think so. All right. Really? No, So that not. means it's Real Madrid. Yep. Yeah. 
And what's the one that Real Madrid always plays? FC Barcelona. That is correct. Boom. Yeah. There you go. The there top go. six, folks. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. My, here's my here's the second part to that question. If you could own any organization, any in, team, any team that's ever been created doesn't have to be American. Could be any. What team would you go with? Oh, Wrexham. I was afraid you were going to say it, so I had to steal it. Too. Oh, yeah, to it out. For those who are unaware, Wrexham is this team in the fifth league of England in their soccer in their soccer league or football league that was bought by Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhinney. I don't even know how to say his name. McElhinney, yeah. But, yeah. Ma- but Mac from Mac. Always Sunny. Yeah. And they're the ones that had Welcome to Wrexham on FX and stuff. And thanks to that, Jeff and I are hooked on this team. We support yes. it from afar. I I've been it. trying to buy a kit. That means jersey. In, uh, <laughs> oh. from, hey, from the Wrexham store, they'll. I don't care about the shipping. Like I want a Paul Mullen jersey. It's just I'm all. Oh in yeah, on it. but you can't find them. Yeah, it's, impo- it's they sell out as soon as they get in because yeah. they're so popular. Go DHgate. They're basically American. They don't, I don't. I, don't, no. I checked DHgate. They don't even have them on really? that. Yeah. So, so I don't. We got to a point. Yeah, because basically I'm telling you that Wrexham's America's team. They are. <laughs> they and are. I just found out that Rob said that he wants to make them America's team. Like they're actually coming over here. In the summer, I want to say, might be this year, might be next oh, year. They're actually going to play. Trip. They're playing friendlies all over the place. Just Wrexham's going to be here. If they're close enough by, we're probably going to go. Let's go. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Oh, I, I we'll look wait. up that. I'm definitely in. I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it too. Love it. Oh. So that's so, that's my fun so guess, Wrexham but, is but not. It's not actually because I want those guys to still own it. I just wanted to say it before you could because I had a feeling you were going to say it. Yeah. Um, no. Let's just make a couple rules. Number one, let's not pick any Buffalo teams. Yeah, yeah, like okay. that. Of yeah, course, yeah, we want to. Of course, I want to own the Bills and Sabers. That's a pipe dream. I get it. So, yeah. what other franchise would you want to like own, Jeff? Since you're our guest, please go first. Okay, so I know I was I, I was thinking about this. I think a lot of people maybe would say the Yankees just because they're worth so much. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I know that's a boring answer, but that's the one I'm going to go with. I would, that's fine. I, I would say the Yankees, just because they're they're, they're just there's such a dynasty and the, their value. You're 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 never going to have to worry about them, you know, being less valuable because with the TV network that they have, it's you know like they and diamonds are forever, and so are the Yankees. <laughs> and yeah, I would go with the Yankees. Yeah, Joe's got the Yankee That's jersey fair. on. Yeah. I do have the, the, the fake shirt, yeah. the fake Yankee oh, shirt, kind I like of. That. Like that. I actually have yeah. it without the pocket. We're sort on of twinsies so. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick, answer your own question for me. So yeah, I'm going to go with the other uh, spot here, the New York team, the <laughs> New York Knicks, and it's also not due. I mean, I don't know if Jeff's had any money involved in it, but like the reason I chose the Knicks and it's in the third spot here is so I can make sure that James Dolan never owns an NBA team ever again. I'd actually kick him out and then make sure he had the shittiest life after work. (laughs) I would make him lose all of his money. I'd I'd bring him to court all the time just to have the Knicks be in a better spot. I would step down and let someone else take over just the the owner position. I'll have that and let let Jeff Easton come in if he knows what to do with my team that's better than me. I appreciate it. I'm actually going to let that happen. But (laughs) James Dolan has taken a dump on the Knicks for far too long, and I'm not going to let it slide. If I had the opportunity to change that, I would. Well, and may I say that his, 
what what he thinks his his involvement in the team, his unnecessary involvement <laughs> in the team, mm-hmm. is the same thing that has cursed the com- commanders, whatever you want to call them, the Washington franchise, mm-hmm. is that they have an owner, the same thing with Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. When the owner tries to get involved in any sort of player, mm-hmm. you know, moves, uh, personnel moves, it is doom for their team, mm-hmm. and and they're just those are the the glaring examples. He also owns another team. Do you know the other team, the New York Rangers? <laughs> yeah, and do you know the building he owns, Madison, Madison Square Garden. What what more does he want? Just start. Just I know. Take one. He wants game. his just, band to be popular. He has a terrible jazz band that will never see the light of day. I don't even know the name of it. And if I ever find it's out like the JD, name, uh, I, I will li- literally go and find it and get kicked out of the club because I will boo him incessantly and tell him how bad of an owner he is. Poop in his trombone. I will poop in his (laughs) trumpet. (laughs) And hope that he inhales first. (laughs) Alright, so Joe, you're up, baby. So I was was thinking about this, and the more I think about it, the more I'm going to pivot away from you. You guys are basically picking like Super expensive franchises. But mine's not about the money, though. I but I understand. I to understand be fair, though, I would have picked Wrexham first. That's fair. But you well, so under the Wrexham model of picking a team that is like beloved by their fans but doesn't cost enough, doesn't have the biggest players, and you can build it up from the ground because it's so downtrodden. Like Again, for people who don't know the Wrexham story, they were up in the top Premier League where you get your Manchester United stuff back in the day. It just, funding fell off, crappy ownership happened, and they just kept losing and getting relegated. Which, again, relegation and promotion, the coolest thing in the world. I wish we could have that Absolutely. in American sports. Yes. But for me, I think I would want to pick teams that are, te- are historically pretty bad. But when they're good, everybody's like, ah, oh, those guys, all right, all right. So I was thinking about teams like in, in each sport. I'm not really going to pick an NFL team uh, just because... The way parity works, everybody has their good year and bad year, and that's mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the, I was thinking about the basketball team. Well, I guess I go with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, it's your new favorite because, team. Because they're my new favorite team that beat your Knicks. Uh, but um, I don't, I don't want to go with them either. I, for some reason, the Sacramento Kings always pop into my head because they're just like on the outside of the lake. I know they're doing well this year, but how many times were they just like the poster children for being absolutely crap, et cetera, et cetera. So. It was a lot of fun for them. To, like, I love that they're winning now. That's a team I'd want to like buy and then like invest in and get the right players, which they seem to be doing now. I wouldn't have traded Halliburton, but hey, that's another thing. But mm-hmm. So that's where I'd go there. For baseball, I'd want to own the Marlins. I've always liked the Marlins, like, even when they started. I was a big Teal fan. Um, it hurt my heart when they beat the Yankees in the, in the World mm-hmm. Series, but I still was like, hey, it's like my number. Mm-hmm. You know when you have like an AL team and an NL team? They were kind of been my NL team. I would make every pitcher pitch like Dontrell Willis if I owned. Oh, team. Dontrell Willis is sweet. That's <laughs> no, 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 I would make you. I would make you have Dontrell they're Willis for him. Yeah, That's fair. <laughs> but like the Marlins are always a team. Like when they're winning, it's fun because they they play. You know the Mets, the Braves, mm-hmm. the Phillies, etc. They're and they just they're in a good spot. For baseball in general, like I don't, I know they just have owners that don't want to spend too much, and that's part of the problem. But you can easily get a whole bunch of like you support behind the Miami Marlins simply just because you get the right players. I mean, you get honestly, you get some Cuban players, some Dominican players. It's all that's like that great melting pot. You'll get a whole bunch of you, the fan base just can feed itself, mm-hmm. and I think that'd be a lot of fun and just like grow with them. That t- that team should be a lot better than they are already in terms of being a superpower they should be able if they had a better owner they would that's such a location people want to go to it's, yeah. it's kind of perfect all around mm-hmm. and then for hockey i'd want to own the arizona coyotes uh just because they're always crap they're li- the mullet arena is kind of sweet um i don't th- i probably would end up moving them 
I know that sounds ridiculous, but if I had to move them, because I, I kind of want to move a team somewhere cool, I think it'd be cool to just start Where, from scratch. Where'd you move them? That's the part, that's the hard part, right? Like personally, for me, I'd move them to New Orleans because that's one of my favorite places in the world. Or to not that would not work at all because they are a team. So I'm sure a team. Who Nashville? God damn it! You knew exactly where I was going to go. <laughs> I hate you, but I, I did. I paused completely on the fact that they have the perfect spot for an arena. It's just it's it doesn't great. matter. The point is, I want to own Arizona. San Arizona would be fine. Um, I don't no, have a problem with that. Arizona. I love the Coyotes. I like their cool jerseys. I like when they make the playoffs and they do the whiteouts like they used to rip off when they were the Jets. Mm. But that's kind of like a team that I would own and just like pump money into and build and get them a stadium. Now, I'm not moving to Quebec because I would never move to Canada. I would never want to live there, like especially in Quebec. Just I don't want to speak French. It's fine. I don't have to. Yeah. But whether or not I go to New Orleans or just Kansas City, need a team, like... What are you gonna do? Not a, mm. not for, not a there of the cheese. No, yeah. no. Nah, for I don't care about that for hockey. For hockey, I, I know, I know. And so yeah, I just think that'd be fun. But even if I didn't move them, that's just another team that they're they got a bunch of young players. They keep trying to do it right, and they just keep falling flat a time and time again. That it's just like, all right, let's pump a little bit of money into it. Let's get the right players in here. Let's make smart moves. Mm-hmm. Let's not just be a contract graveyard for other teams. You like the wiggle room? Yeah. So like, I want to start. I want to start low. No, I want to start low. And climb up and end up being a dynasty. Like I want to build towards what it yeah. was, right. kind of like how the Warriors did it before. You know, they were just like, man, and now they're on your list. They want to touch that list fifteen years ago, right? No, no. So, not even ten years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I would want to do it. I understand your Yankees. I understand the Knicks. I get all that, but I think in a world where I can't pick a Buffalo team, I'd yeah. want to pick teams that should do a lot better than they do. I like it. That's I like where it. I'm at. I like it too. So, I whenever I run franchise mode in the show <laughs> yeah there's two teams that i usually pick oakland neither of them <laughs> well no that's the other that was the <laughs> oh, other yeah, team yeah. I was, that's the team i thought about yeah. that was that's who one of well and up until recently it would be san diego padres yeah right because they were terrible for so long like i like that idea of taking a team that started from the bottom low, now we're here low budget have an owner that, for whatever reason, just can't spend money, doesn't want to spend money, and take that team and just build it into a winner. I, I love doing that with, with the show. So I totally He loves it so much, that. he picked the Yankees. Well, that's more for monetary <laughs> gain. See, I knew it. I knew it. Definitely. Well, so would you, no way. You could pay me. He's in here dressed like, told you. You're yeah, surprised. Yeah. He's in here dressed like the Monopoly guy. Of course, <laughs> he's going to want the money. He loves his monocle at home. <laughs> anyway. Now he had the laser. Stop doing guns at the camera. Um, right. So Dumb guns. <laughs> Bang. All right. On to like, the main topic since we've already gone on to 45 minutes of everything else and utter nonsense. Like I figured we'd do. Baseball's about to start. Speaking of franchises we'd like to own. Um, sure. It's exciting. We kind of touched on the, the new rules that are coming up with the pitch counts and the bigger bases and all that. So I'm pretty excited. Uh we're gonna just case Patrick. What are you doing, bud? Maybe sign in. Oh, that's so that's so no. lame. That's the worst. Yeah. Anyway, Patrick's here. Oh wait, never mind. We'll touch about that after. So, guys, we're here with baseball. Baseball's coming. Uh, we're just gonna. We, we decided at the last minute to do a sixteen-team uh, fantasy baseball league. Mind you, we, we started did. drafting two days ago. It feels like no, it was about a week ago now. A week. Um, Wednesday. Just about a week. Last Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, so almost it was a the first day. We're in round 13. Yeah, yes. we're not even close. We're halfway done. We got uh, a lot of this is Tom's fault because he's, again, on the West Coast, and he takes the longest to pick now. Yes. now, now well, let me – I was on the West Coast, too, and my picks were in there, man. My, I picked uh, for you half the time. But, I, but, when it was my, <laughs> but when it was my turn to pick, 
It was I ready. was ready yes, to you go. were properly prepared. I'm I appreciate ready to go. you for that. So, I mean, then again, it could be one of our picks right now, and we're just holding it up, but that's okay. I hope we're recording is. a podcast. I don't care. Um, so, I, I know that we did this league specifically because we want to know more about baseball players and stuff, because I think as a whole, the group as a whole here at Hit Parade, we lack the most common knowledge in baseball stuff. So, we're here, we're talking baseball, we're playing, we're doing this draft, and now it's at a point where I think we're... I don't want to say well versed, but I know I know a lot more than I did two weeks ago. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I have I have opinions and all that jazz. So um, let's just get into it. Let's touch real quick on. Well, let's start with the AL. So, like, who do you guys think are going to be make, making the playoffs and winning the divisions and that? Oh man, I mean, there's a lot of good teams this year. It's I, fun, right? Um, you know, I uh, it's. I think it's going to be a really interesting year for playoffs. I think there are a lot of teams, especially like you said, kind of with the rule change. There's going to be some uh, a, a little hiccup, but I think once uh, once teams get into the rhythm of it, I think uh, you know I, I I really like the Yankees' odds this year. I'm a Yankee guy. Um, I'm a home, so so it's a homer pick, but I really I really like uh, their their starting rotation. Um, their middle infield is great. Um, I think their bullpen is definitely top 10. I think what they just need to focus on this year is kind of more of uh, contact baseball. Uh, I don't know for whatever reason the front office of the Yankees has a firm belief in only hitting home runs or nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I pref- Dingers. And yeah. I just want them to get base hitters. I said it last year. I said it the year before. And the year before, we need people like Altuve instead of people like Judge just hitting home runs. Yes, just hitting home runs. So I like the Yankees, the well-winded. I like the Yankees. I like the Rays. I like the the Jays. I really like the White Sox, um, Hmm. the Astros, the Angels, and the Rangers are my my go-tos for this year in the AL. Jeffrey, your retort. Well, I... You know, I don't want to be one to uh, always agree <laughs> with people, but Pat uh, definitely he nailed it with the Yankees. That they, they just they probably have the best starting rotation in the league, um, barring injury, which of of course is always a thing. They're just top to bottom. Their lineup is just great. I think Volpe making the team. He's he's. You know, they always have the Yankees. Always seem to have these homegrown guys that are just the next guy, and Volpe is gonna be that guy. You're saying he's the next Jeter? I don't think that's fair. It's not fair, but I just want to say that's fair. I'm trying to put him on the spot, bro. I uh, I think. Let me ask the new guy. Well, I think that he's the next guy. He's the okay. next Yankee. Yep, I get you. That's you fine. know, like so. I think he's going to be great. He's what I think he's twenty one. He might mm-hmm. still be twenty. Ah, yes. So him and so, Jason Dominguez. Yeah, and Dominguez was you know he's he didn't make he didn't make the big club you know big league yeah, club. But he'll, he'll be, be here. he'll be yeah. up probably sometime maybe depending on injuries he might be up who knows by June. Yeah. Um. So I like the Yankees though because of their pitching primarily they're just awesome. I like the White Sox. In the central, I think again, the, it seems like that's always a thing with them. Is they always get snake bit with injuries. This year, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna, you know, get over that, and I think they're gonna win the central. And then I got the Astros out in the West. 
they're I think so they're good. just they're, so they're just good. loaded. They're so good. They're so good. Talk about another team that's got they're going to win. They're going to win probably 105 games. Probably. Again. They're just so just. They're unbelievable. They're just so so good. Wild card for the AL. I got uh, Tampa just because they're always that team. They have yeah. a lot of young talent. Um, Cleveland, who I I they're another team. I just really respect them because they went and they cut all that salary and they're still they're still just humming along. Yeah, it's great. And then um, my final wild card team. I think it finally has to happen. That the Angels are able to put people around Otani and Trout to get them into the postseason, which is it's incredible that that hasn't happened more for them. Two, two maybe best players in baseball. It's got to be about, about their other teammates because clearly they're yeah. just they're just the the bee's knees yep. of the baseball world. Yep. I mean, there's no dispute, disputing that. Yep. Did you say NL Listen, yet, or we no? I, I, I gotta do mine. I, I haven't okay. said NL. I thought we were gonna go AL yeah, then NL. That's cool. I like it. Yeah, so, cool. if there's one time I'm gonna actually say that I miss Tom for this podcast, it's this part because we have three Yankee fans here. Yeah, and he would just be shitting all over them right now and doing his Tom thing. But Tom is an Oriole fan, so nobody cares. <laughs> but that's what he would definitely they're, do. That. But I know they're, they're good. coming now. They're good, but I also think the Blue Jays are just as good. I do think that. I mean, I think as that good the as Jays, the Yankees are yeah. as good as the. Okay. I think the Blue Jays have a legitimate chance to win the East. Um, you know, it's always fun to when you look at the Yankees, and this always happens every year where people are just like, "Oh, they should. They're good. They're going to be great. Or they're going to have X, Y, and Z." And then they always like misfire here and there. And I still think we could see some of that, which allows the Blue Jays, who have still have a really good rotation themselves, you know, they got grid hitting all over the place. Don't be surprised if the Blue Jays just take the take the East. But I do have both of those teams making the playoffs. I do have the Yankees winning the division, but if the Blue Jays won, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, in, in the AL Central, I still went with Cleveland. That might be like a quasi-homer pick, but I don't mean it that way. <laughs> I just think that they have really good hitters across the board. They have Jimenez. They have, um, obviously, Jose Ramirez. They got good pitching. They obviously just did well where they, you know, beat you know, all the projections from last year. I get where you're coming with the White Sox, though. It's just they're always snake bit and hurt, like you said. Yep. And if they get it together, yeah, they could absolutely do it. And also, don't sleep on the Twins. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. – yeah. I, it's I tough. mean, the Twins have a really good rotation, but and like Bucks and all those other guys. And Korea other guys. going there. Yeah. Is, yeah. Exactly. So they're, they're going to be hanging around, but I just – I do kind of think it's going to come down to Cleveland Chicago. I have Cleveland making it, but whatever. Houston is obviously a given, whatever. Um, you kind of stole my Angels Thunder because I do think it's time. Like, Otani and Trout, it's just go. And I believe Otani's a free agent after this year, or something close to it, like where he has to resign. So that kind of makes me think that he's going to be balling out, and Trout's going to be balling out to make him want to stay with the Angels, which I don't see him leaving, but you never know. At some point, you have to. <sighs> Why? Why do you have to? Because you, you have to. LA, you have to realize. Yeah, but you have to realize that okay, I'm not going to win a championship here. When you play professional sports, it's to win a championship. So when you right. realize, like, hey, that's Look at not Harper, happening. Harper with the Nationals, where he, yeah, you left like. He's I think guy, he was Mr. National, and he yeah, <laughs> I hear you. So then, see ya. Yeah. So then, and then my last team that I think is making the playoffs, and I think will actually make a little push, Seattle. Ah, um, great. Pick. Seattle was great last year. Obviously, they they made the playoffs, and it was just a feel good story because mm-hmm. they made it. But they have four great dudes in the rotation. They got Ray, they got Gilbert, they got Castillo, and then George Kirby, who I think is just a lot better than a four number four starter. Yeah. So 
Like I, when you took him in the draft, I was so mad at you. <laughs> I want you to know that. And then of course, Julio Rodriguez is coming to his own, and they they got some other guys out there. Cal Rally, who I think is one of the coolest names in sports. <laughs> like it's, it's he sounds yeah. fake. I love it so much. So the Mariners have it together. I really think that they can compete. I, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make the wild card and do pretty well with that. So that's kind of my like team that. I don't think they're going to be Houston because Houston's just still too good. But I think they're going to give them a little bit of. If they get hot, I mean, anything's possible. But that's yeah. generic. Anything everybody can say that about any team. Uh, let's roll into the NL. Patrick, give me yeah. your NLs. Picks. So uh, NL, uh, who, who I'm thinking is going to win it, I think is going to be the Braves uh, to make the playoffs. Uh, I, I really like uh, the Mets, the Phillies. Um, I'm a big Cubs fan because I used to live in Chicago. Um, I think they're they're not the best team, but I, I always root for them to you know. It's it's one of those teams where it's they're always great for baseball to be mm-hmm. to put in the playoffs. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to be really tough this year. The Cardinals are always tough, even though I hate them. Um, and let's see, the Dodgers are going to be exceptional. The Padres are going to be good. The Giants. It's going to be a really interesting National League. I think the Braves are going to make it out of there, even though I don't think that they have the best pitching rotation. Uh, but I think. Overall, they make the best contact with the baseball, and that for me is a really big stat. Um, to me, every year the champion uh, of the MLB is in the top five of contact percentage, mm-hmm. and I think that they just have a great lineup, mm-hmm. and I think they, they smack the ball around. So I think the the Braves, to me, are going to be making it out of the NL. And uh, I'd like to see a Braves-Yankee, like a 1996 World Series we did listen to the 1996 playlist today. We did. So it makes sense. Yeah. What do you got? Book it here, Dano. We got for um, your NL guys. I got. Uh, I got the Mets winning the uh, the East because, I mean, even though it's going to be rough now with Diaz going down, right? And their bullpen, even before that, their bullpen was maybe a kind of a weak spot for them. But I just think Scherzer and Verlander are. Mm. Are just mm, that's so crazy, right? One, two. Punch. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Yeah, so I, I I like them to win the East. Um, I like the Cardinals to win the Central. Um, because their lineup is is stacked, and they're still their pitching is still pretty solid. There, and I I think Goldschmidt. I don't know if he'll repeat as NL MVP because I have a. A, a guy in my heart that I think is going to be the NL MVP. Who's that? Um, Money in your and pocket. That's, that's uh, and and that's on Juan Soto. Who okay, I yeah, think it's going to be big. Oh, yeah. He is had your first pick. He his, drafted him ninth in the in the league. These guys, these these clowns <laughs> in this league. Yeah, I went with Acuna first, so don't. They allowed Juan Soto to slip to me at nine, so I I scooped him right up. I think he's going to have. Even he didn't even have a bad season last year. He just didn't have an amazing season. So I think he's going to rebound and just be lights out this year. Not only the Padres, I have them winning the West. I I have them as my World Series pick. I okay. think they're going to win the World Series. Who are they going to beat? Um, I think they're going to. This is this is. Go ahead, Patrick already said Braves. Or, or who did you pick winning? I didn't pick anybody win. I just said it would be Yankees Braves in the pick championship. Go quick. Um. I'm, I'm going to go, oh, man, historically I want to see Yankees. I'm going to go with Braves. Okay, Braves over the Yankees. you got Padres over the Yankees. I, no, I got no? Padres over the Astros. Ooh. Really? Yes. Oh, the 
way you pause it, that you're going to go to Homer and pick little, the Yankees. little boring. I, I, th- I, 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 I genuinely believe that's, that's going to that yeah. That's a really good one. And yeah. then I also, I mean, for my wild cards, I got the Dodgers making it just again because they're just, they're another they're team the that's just loaded. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're really young, but really um, talented. The, the Braves are really, really good. I mm-hmm. think I think it'll be them and the Padres playing each other in the NL. Uh, CS, mm-hmm. and then uh, I got the Brewers sneaking in as my I think other that's very wild good. card uh, again. I'm I'm biased toward toward pitching and yep. and strong strong staffs, and with Corbin Burns and and Woodruff, they're Freddie Peralta too, and, and oh, Pro- they got a good top three. They're the, all three of those guys. I could see any of those three being in Cy Young conversation. Yep, they're that good. So that those are those are my picks. Those are good ones. So the NL, it's not going to be too crazy. Although, so going into this and into the season, and I probably should have adjusted it, but I'm not going to because you got the Mets, you got the Braves. I'm taking the Phillies. The I Philly, love that pick. The Phillies were good last year, obviously, and they nearly won the whole damn thing, and they got better. You know, they went out and they got Trey Turner, which is cool, which is ironically is my first pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> my first pick in our draft, I took him at fifth overall. Irrelevant. Some nerds mad about that somewhere. But I got Trey Turner. They they added Taiwan Walker, and they were already really good. And then, of course, Reese Hoskins gets hurt, and that kind of was a bummer. Yeah, that was, Bryce yeah. Harper's hurt for now. He's coming back. Yeah. You know, He was but, just out there uh, in the, on the practice team uh, shagging fly balls. Either. Yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see, be, though. It's going to be a minute. It's nice to see. So I, I'll stick with the Phillies winning the division, even though I don't think they're going to anymore. But I will say that I think the NL East is going to be the most fun division this year. The Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves are going to go head to head, beat the crap out of each other, play some exciting games, and I real like I think it's going to be a constant everybody like nobody's going to jump out to a huge lead. They're just going to constantly cha- interchange with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the Phillies fall behind early, but they're going to probably get hot later and come back just because they're going to get their players Philly back. Mode. Yeah, kind of. So I have all those three teams battling out for the NL East and. Whoever doesn't win the division, the other two teams are going to be wildcard teams, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the NL Central, so I like your Brewers pick, but unfortunately you cannot discount the, the constant that is the awful St. Louis Cardinals. I hate them. I don't know why. It's just I, because I've always they're always them. around. They always win. They just have – I just – They're just well-managed. done with them. Just, I, have I hate a, it. I have a more pettier reason. But. Of course you do. That's, <laughs> but, like, the best thing about them is that – Tony Maselli from Who's the Boss was on them. That's it. Oh. Tony Danza played on them. That's the only reason I'd ever liked the Cardinals Tony when I was a kid. Danza, <laughs> the garbage man. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I just never was a Cardinals fan, and they just keep, they're always there, and it's like I would rather have the Cubs, the Reds, the Brewers, or the Pirates, and it's still going to be the Cardinals because that's just how it always is. Mm. Hopefully it's the Brewers, but I think only one team's coming out of here because, like I said, three are coming out of the East. And two are definitely coming out of the West. I also have the Padres winning their division. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just so stacked, and they're just they're just going for it. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers are still incredibly incredibly blessed. Like they have yeah. an amazing mm-hmm. team, great mm-hmm. tons of money into it. Watching those two teams beat each other up is going to be exciting baseball. I'm going to still go with the Padres, probably because it's boring to pick the Dodgers, which probably means the Dodgers are going to win the division. Probably. But that's okay. <laughs> okay. Do- Dodgers are young this year, but they're very talented. But they're super young, and they're going to be good for the next like ten years coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if they're not good this year, next year and the following year are going to be could be theirs. So, as much as I want to say the Yankees will make the World Series, I'm not going to say that either because I don't want to be too much of a homer. It'd be exciting. It'd be nice, but there's always something that happens, and I'm just expecting it. Um, I do think that I'm going to stick with my Phillies pick. So, we're, so I'm going to go with the <laughs> Phillies. I think the Phillies and the Blue Jays are going to have a hell of a World Series. That's awesome. And That's... it'll be really exciting, and people are going to care about it. Who you got and winning? 
That's a fun one too, huh? Um, you know what? I talked a lot about the Phillies being great, so I'll take the Blue Jays. Oh, wow. <laughs> but but oh, repeat of yeah. uh, what was it? The ninety one was it ninety two? Was it ninety two? Somewhere in there. Joe Carter. Gave no, that was that was ninety three. Oh, but so, so here we yeah, are. I had to be right. So that'd be a lot of History fun. History repeating itself. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of fun. Actually, uh, no, I can't do it. I'm going to still stick with the Phillies as the pick. I wanted to be cool, but I'm not going to do it. I'm like you, pick, think. you pick your first pick, you picked your first pick, and I picked my first pick. Acuna, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Turner, yes. Soto, yeah, Market here. Right. And I will say this, though. For people who are going to make fun of me about picking the Yankees or whatever in the World Series, That's it's, not a, it's, it's, it's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. We were one step away from it, it last year. Right. It, I, I understand it's a homer job. It's and never I, John, Tom would probably roll his eyes, but you know what, Tom? You're not here. Yeah. So you can't do anything yeah, about so it. Yeah, it. until we hear all about it on the next oh, Well, I, mean, I didn't get to make my pick, so I'm going to do it on this show. No. That's going to be his final thought next that's, week. I that's guarantee. okay. So, all right, so there's that. So my, my last question that I want to ask you guys about the league is, who is a team that is not expected to do well that you think will really show some promise and pop off? And I know you weren't prote- – what? Well, I, I already – have my team. It might be a tad early for them, okay. and and I don't want to be accused of representing Tom here. No, it's fine. It's fine. Baltimore. That's a good one. They are. They're coming. I know. They are. They showed. They flashed glimpse last they're, year. They have. I want. I believe it's in the, in the top baseball America top one hundred prospects. Mm-hmm. I believe they have. Is it four guys in the top twelve? Um, they're, uh, um, Grayson Rodriguez, who hasn't made their, he, 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 sorry. Don't, he, somebody's going to listen to this and steal my pick. I don't want you to he, do that. He didn't, he didn't make the rotation <laughs> coming out of spring, but he's going to get called up and he's going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's a team. I think they could finish as high as third in the AL East. And I think that would surprise a lot of people if they did that, and but I think they're capable of it because they they're they are going to be loaded, and that's a team. I I wish you know, and I know it's Tom's team too, but I wish for their sake for their fans that their ownership would put a little bit more money into that right. team. Yep, I feel bad for their fans because they have built their scouting in that they've drafted well, but they need to supplement it. With something, I would think it would probably be a big arm, uh, yeah. an, like a, another ace to help out the rotation. That but feels like doesn't that feel like a move you make after the season? Like yes. do the thing, finish third, yeah. then you go, oh, we need that one more yeah. piece mm-hmm. or three more pieces or whatever it's going to be. So, so it, it, and that may very well be what they're thinking there. But I that that's my team at Baltimore. I think they're they're one. in three years they're going to be what Houston was in 2017. All right, my team, I'm jumping ahead of Patrick. Here, so I don't want you to steal it. Um, I'm going with the Cincinnati Reds. I don't think they're going to be great. They're definitely not like going to push for a playoff spot or anything like that. The Reds very recently blew it all up. They were looking okay, and then they're like, ah, we're going to get rid of everybody because screw it, we're going to start over. We don't like what we have. Good on them. Maybe it's. A, I think it has to do with money, but whatever, it doesn't matter. But they have a three-headed rotation monster of just young pitchers with Hunter Green, um, I got it written down here, Nick Lodolo, and Graham Ashcraft, Ashcroft, whatever. Those guys are really good. That's, I mean, you, you know this just from what we've been scouting just from this draft thing, but they're highly touted. Mm-hmm. So you get three great arms already, yeah. and they're young and obviously cheap right now. 
That's awesome. And then they still have, like, Jonathan India just won Rookie of the Year. You know, he had an off year last year, but so did the entire organization. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? They got Tyler Stevenson, and they got Spencer Steer. And then they also still have Votto hanging out there, which I don't think they're going to keep him, but they can trade him and get something else to help mm -hmm. out. I don't think they're going to be necessarily good, but I do think their pitching is going to be ridiculously fun to watch, and I think they're going to be turning some heads where people are going to go, oh, not this year, not next year, but in that year after that. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the year where they start turning heads, and then there's going to be the probably do a little bit better than they were supposed to year, and then the year after that is going to be the, okay, these guys might be challenging for, for the division. You never yeah. really know. So the Reds are kind of my pick for that. Uh, Patrick, what's your uh, pick for that? So my team is kind of a, one step above that. I think it's going to be the Twins. Okay. Um, I think they're kind of right outside of consistently making the playoffs every, mm-hmm. single, every single year, but the moves that they're making on – uh, during the off season and getting Correa and adding to their pitching, uh, and they're they're young. A lot of the teams now are younger, so looking toward like towards the future, I think that the the Minnesota Twins are going to kind of be one of those consistent horses in the races for playoffs every year, and they could just be like one or two steps away from from being a total contender for the World Series. I think that's, that's no, my go-to. You're right because they have a lot of guys that you expect them like you've heard about mm-hmm. like these are these guys that should be popping off and they haven't yet but that doesn't mean they're not going to right so there's like royce lewis is there um alex kariloff i don't want to say his name yeah, i know that those guys are pretty good and we have a whole bunch of cards of them so hopefully they're gonna pop <laughs> off but but i mean no i agree with you on your twins call for sure mm-hmm. uh i think they're gonna be a lot better than the teams <laughs> jeff and i mentioned but <laughs> i just do i think like you said they're one step ahead but that's still a good pick because i think yeah. you're right they're building consistency and that's Kind of what a lot of teams seem to be doing, and that's really to. cool. Um, last but not least, do you have any any picks for AL MVP, NL MVP? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know you had them, so I we'll do that, em. and we got to get moving. Uh, MVP, AL, I went Otani. NL, I went Mr. Soto. Oh. Uh, for the Cy Young, I went AL, I went DeGrom. For NL, I went Scherzer. And for Rookie of the Year, I went Gunnar Henderson from Baltimore, who's going to be a great addition. Yeah. And uh, Miguel Vargas from uh, the Dodgers plays first base, plays third base, and plays left field, and is just gonna just has a really big stature of a body, but still kind of skinny. Yeah. So he's going to be able to fill out, and I think he's going to be. I think he's going to do some damage this year. So those are my. Pedro did more work than I'm going to do on this. <laughs> Jeff, who do you got for MVPs at least? You don't have to go all this depth. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was unprepared for this question. <laughs> you're, the, um, you're the guest. It's not for, for AL MVP. I don't. As long as he stays healthy, I don't think there could be a conversation for anyone other than Otani. Yeah. As right. long as it's he so is doing what pitching and hitting, I, I don't think anyone else could even be mentioned. Um, for NL MVP. I would have to go with Juan Soto, like I is said. Is there a going here? I no, he said that technically. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Say it, I know. But I, I just think he's just super, super talented. And he's he's shown it before. Last year, he still hit, I believe, was it like 278, I think he hit last year, which was a down year for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to – I think he's going to hit about 310 with about mm, – 44 home runs and about 128 RBIs is what I would say. That's for a pretty good season. Yes. That's a pretty good season. Yeah. With and he's young, and too. Yeah. He's yeah. like 23. I, think, I believe he's I think he's going to be turning 24. 20, okay. But so yeah, he's 23 anyway, right now. But, yeah, either way, yeah. I mean, he's just light he's years already, ahead of and he's already where he's supposed to be. And he's already a superstar. Yeah. They're, I wish he was in a better – I wish he was in a better market, though. 
San Diego just isn't the market for baseball. Well, plus, it's on the West Coast, so it's you know for us but no, but not, people that sleep. Like not just that, like... but like your your <laughs> your market in San Diego, I feel like should be so much bigger. Because when you say San Diego, you don't think the Padres. No, most you... of the time, I would say. So for me, like I would like to see him in like a base, like a Texas. Yeah. Would be crazy if yeah. you just the the market he'd be or in, the but Cubs. the cut. Oh man, just get him in a baseball yeah. market. Juan Soto would thrive. I mean, yep. Washington wasn't the best to begin with because they never really. I mean, they sprouted yeah. a team for the yeah. Nationals, and then they go to the Padres, which uh, Padres fans don't care about baseball ever. Yeah. Any San Diego, San Diego, San Diego. No one watches San baseball Diego. until they're the front runners, and then it's time to watch baseball. Yeah. Sorry, San Diego fans, but that's this is true. <laughs> All right. Gi- Giuseppe? All right, so for MVPs, my um, my AL MVP, well, actually my NL MVP is the one that I think is more of a slam dunk, and it's not Soto. I think Acuna is going to have just a murderous year. I think he's oh. going to be awesome. It's good for the electric dream it's really machine. <laughs> it really is. So I, I I wanted to go a little bit differently there. I think Acuna is just the I, – I just think this is it. I think he's going to really pop off because, like I said, the Braves are going to be awesome. Um, it's almost why I want to pick – Spencer Strider is the Cy Young winner just because I love him and he's on my team, but he's not going to win it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, for, the, for the AL, I think it's going to be a little different because I understand why you say Otani, so I'm just going to pick something different. It's not that different, but I'm going to go with Vlad Guerrero Jr. Because mm. if I think Toronto's going to pop off, it's going to be because he pops off. And I think Vladdy's going to have a bounce back year. And t- like I said, if t- he, Toronto goes kind of is how he goes, and I just feel like he's going to just come back and just hit dingers all over the place, and people are going to be in love with him the same way they were in love with Judge last year. I'm not saying he's going to hit 60 home runs, but he's going to hit enough and do enough where, again, if the Blue Jays are in it and people are excited about it, that he's going to get a lot of run for that. Um, as, turn, as, as Cy Youngs go, uh, I like Scherzer a whole bunch for the Mets. Mm-hmm. I think the Mets just... <laughs> The Mets put so much money in that roster that I feel like he's just going to be lights out for them, and he's actually going to get like run support, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I don't mind like you saying. Did you say Degrom on the other mm-hmm. side too? That's why I love that because between Corey Seager, who has a really good shot at being MVP too in the AL, uh, he's going to get run support for the first time maybe in his entire career ever, <laughs> which is great. Which is going to be great for him. So we'll see how it we'll see how it turns out there. I think I'm missing one of the things. I say AL. Um, yeah, that's what I'm missing. I don't Cy Young, rookie of the year, but no. I'm not doing rookie. Yeah, years. I don't care about these nerds. It's fine. <laughs> you know what? We're we're way too far into it, so let's just get out of here because we got to get moving. It's we're at an hour and fifteen minutes, and get out of here. I'm telling you, Mango Claw is furious right now. All right, so sorry. Well, no, because she doesn't have to listen to Tom. So maybe things are going her way. <laughs> anyway, maybe. All right. So the last the last story we had up is kind of a card story, right? Yeah. Uh, Patrick, why don't you tell me a little bit about the retail king situation? Uh, yeah, so the Retail King breaker, a uh, big breaker on whatnot uh, this past weekend was breaking cards. I mean, it may have not been this past weekend. It may have been the weekend before. Whenever. He was breaking cards recently and was pulling football cards and had spotted a down, downtown card, which I guess is very recognizable while pulling these certain packs. Takes the card that, that he's pulling, takes it out of the screen, and then pulls <laughs> it out. And goes back as if the card was Super not slick. there. Um, like very, very skeezy. Not, yeah, it's not great. Not very honorable. And then when people were pressing him about it, he was like, no, you're not going to see the card. I don't know what you want. Like, what do you think this is? But you're never going to see it ever again. And then he basically 
um, told people that to drop their address and he'll show up to their house if they have that That's big of a exciting. problem. So yeah, I don't. It brings up shades of the the backyard break situation with the Trevor Lawrence gold kaboom, where there was a whole hullabaloo about that. Obviously, that got reconciled the right way. Um, I don't think saying hey. Where do you live? I'll come fight you about this. Mm-hmm. Is really the way to go, <laughs> King. No, um, no, it's it really isn't. Just and especially over, uh, I believe it was probably an eighty or a hundred dollar card. Yeah, I mean, your your word is worth more. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a card. I don't think there's a piece of memorabilia out there that is worth that. No, that you'd be able to move and get money for. Has he done it before? Like, I don't. It, that I don't know, but I know he's, he's made tons of sales on whatnot, so it's got to be somewhat reputable. Fifty-two thousand over fifty-two thousand sales. I just don't get why he would risk like doing. I mean, he's doing that on camera. Why he would risk the following that he's built to do something like that? Like it, I don't know. I can't. Like, it's recorded. Like, people can see exactly, as soon as when you notice you have one of these cards, somebody else is going to slow it down and say, oh, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. You just look like an idiot. It's not worth fighting about. Over, like you said, if it's an $80 $100 card, it's weird. Like, the other situation I said with Backyard, like, that was at least a ten grand card. So, like, all right, somebody freaked out. They didn't know what to do. Mistakes happen. That's fine. But this is just, like I said, not that serious, bro. Yeah, it's, you'll never see that card again. I'm gonna fight you on it. Man, okay, that's well, just like the quickest keep, way to die. You can keep your Desmond Ritter downtown card. It looks <laughs> ugly, anyways. Like, is that you, what it was? It was yeah, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Nobody cares. No one cares. Uh, it's so I bad. I wouldn't even care if it was a Patrick Mahomes. Oh, well, five hundred dollar yeah. card. Cool, nice. You just lost your entire thing over five hundred bucks. Yeah, it's such a bad look. And then they didn't even. Apparently, they didn't even do close to proper like putting out fires and stuff. Instead, we're just going to pour gasoline on them and challenge everybody to fights. That is just a mistake. Yeah, drop your address. I'll show, I'll show up to your house. Oh, my God. What? Breakers, 12? fun fact. Like, I don't break, but even if I did, I would know better than to pull that crap. Just don't do it. You can't You can't be untrustworthy if you're going to be in the card business. You can't be unseemly because all it does is make you look bad. And, again, everything you're doing is being video recorded by yourself, I might add. So if you're going to do it live, you're going to do it live and deal with the consequences. Snitching on yourself pretty much. Exactly. So that's silly. That's whatever. All right. So we're coming up. We're at the end of the show. It's time to go home. But uh, (laughs) Jeff has weights to lift. So this is the time of the show we're doing final thoughts where your thought can be about anything you want it to be, sports-related, life-related, whatever you need. Would you like to go first or would you like me to Uh, address it? You're going first. Okay. Well, I just want to give him the, we'll get your the option. I'm, I'm going to let him have a second to stew and see what he needs to say. It's fine. For those who don't know, Uh-oh. if you get a chance to go to a Bruce Springsteen concert, Ooh. regardless of your thoughts on his music, if you like it or not, I suggest you go. It is top-notch, one of the best experiences I've ever been to. Um, I've been to it five times. This last one blows all the other four out of the water. The man is 73 years old, and he just plays for three hours straight. There's no, when the song ends, there's no addressing the crowd about anything. It's, we're on to the next one, because you you're here to listen to music and get drunk and sing about the glory days, and boy, did I ever. Any young girls? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, it is just an incredible thing to watch. You'd love it for multiple reasons. Um, what does that mean? Because he's a big East Street band guy? Yeah, he's a big yeah. East, East Street band guy. He likes some of the demographic <laughs> that probably goes. Oh. Yeah, he, you got it. Do you mean? It rhymes with schmoogers. <laughs> 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 so, to the people out there that are listening, 
Go get yourself a Bruce Springsteen concert. Go watch it. It's a it's a top notch. And I know this is outside of the sports world, but it's it's you're allowed it's, to do that. That's all. It's point. Uh, how much were the tickets for that? I don't. Know. I think my dad had to sell the rights to me. Well, so not and, that much. And my mom. So about eighty bucks. Yeah, just about that. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot of money. I know that, but it was just a tremendous time and. I want everybody to experience something like that. That is pretty sweet. I'm glad you had a great time because yeah. you had to you had to bust your ass. You had to go to the show mm-hmm. and then fly to San Diego. Basically, right three hours after, later. Yeah, right after the show. Yep. Hang out there and then fly all the way back like two days later. So yep. I don't even know how you did another overnight. I, I I thought about taking off and then coming in just for the podcast, but I was like, that'd yeah. have been sweet. Yeah. All right, so Jeff, uh, you got anything to say to the viewers? Top hat, Jeff, shoot those guns off, baby. <laughs> Um, Here we go. There's been something on my mind for a while. Um, it's an, a thing that occurs at in sports arenas now. Uh, it's a thing that occurs in bars. And uh, that thing is that people seem to think now that the song Country Roads is some kind of grand sing-along song that can be performed anywhere you are and i would like i personally want to put an end to it Why, I'm, Jeffrey? I'm sick of it elaborate and okay so if you if you maybe went to college in west virginia if you're currently located in west virginia then i think i would be all about it all about it. But if you're in, say, oh, I don't know, Buffalo, New York, and you're in a bar, and that song comes on, you should not be singing a lot. Like, every time I hear people say, "Country West Virginia, we're, we're not in West Virginia. <laughs> we're, in, we're in Buffalo. What a beautiful you singing have, You voice. have no attachment to West Virginia. Yeah. Again, though, there are occasions when it would be okay. If, if you're in West Virginia, if you're actually physically in West Virginia, if you're going to a game in West Virginia, even if you went to college in West Virginia, not even, or you're Virginia. from West Virginia and you're currently visiting somewhere else, it, even that's okay. What but if, if you, you're from... What if you didn't go to West Virginia College, but you're a fan of the team and you went to an away game, so you're in, like, Michigan... <sighs> To support your team, I think that's okay. But okay. you would have to be, you would have to be. <laughs> I need some paperwork on a that. A fan of that team. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Like for years, you would have like have to like that team. Mm-hmm. Then you're okay. All right, good to know. If they're your team, mm-hmm. then that's okay. 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 But if you have no affiliation, no connection at all with West Virginia, and that song comes on a bar, it should not be a sing along song in a bar. I get I get the chills when people sing West Virginia and we're meanwhile we're in Tonawanda, <laughs> New York, and all the people in there are from Tonawanda, New York. They have no connection at all to West Virginia. I want it to stop. <laughs> how how large does the connection have to be? Because I have a small connection to West Virginia, and I mean it's a very small. Then no, well, you're I, I'm prepared to do this by. Uh, case by, by case, case basis. By case. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll go. We'll go. You we'll go over your application. Okay. And I will look it over and I'll read it and if I I'll stamp it approved and mail it back to you if you think you have a legitimate case that you are 
allowed to be singing along like you have some kind of affiliation with West Virginia. Uh, but other than that, I am sick of it. I want to put a stop to it. Uh, okay. I got to say, I before Joe goes into his, if, if, if anybody wants to send their application into the Hit Parade podcast, <laughs> yeah, we we'll it. give you your, the email at the end of the show. No, do it right now. It's podcast at hitparadecollection.com. Again, that's podcast at hitparadecollection.com. I look go. forward to hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, I, I don't think I can stop that. Um, I had one and I forgot what it was, so I'm going to do my backup one, which is I'd like to apologize to all of our listeners and viewers for Tom Hughes. I know that he came on here and boldly claimed that he'd be able to hit an MLB pitch, score a touchdown, score an NHL goal, and score points in the NBA. All four. He can't do at least half of them. I think he'd be able to get one or two of them, but there is zero way that he would ever, at this advanced age that he's in, train for a year and still be able to hit an MLB pitch. I can see the other ones. I can see cherry picking to get like a layup in the NBA when nobody's paying attention to you. or Because, again, we said no foul shots. I can see, because I said I could do it, if you play in an NHL game and you're, even if you're on the power play and a really good player passes the puck off your stick or you put in a rebound when the goalie's out of position, you can do that. Again, a one-yard rushing touchdown can absolutely happen. Stronger men can push you in. If all other ten bums on that team block their guys and do their job, you can gain the, the amount of yardage mm-hmm. needed. Those things can all happen. Hitting a baseball is the hardest thing you can do in sports. Incredibly hard. It's easier to make a 7-10 split, I swear to God, in bowling. But bowling's not a sport. It's a game. Fight me. So (laughs) I don't believe in my heart of hearts that he'd ever be able to do it. And the fact that we put it on social media and he's just getting lambasted by it warms my heart. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) He's going to come back. He's going to listen to this. He's going to be furious. So next week he's going to come in real hot. I already know Mm -hmm. he is. I can't wait for it. He's already mad that he's not going to get his predictions in, so we're going to have to hear about it, like I said. But, no, man, that's not happening. Come on, be real. <laughs> I don't, even with a year of training, I don't think so. I just don't think it. So I want to apologize for everybody who was offended, because I think some people actually were. They're like, what? Can't do that. So that's my, that's my little uh, final thought is, Tom, you can't do everything, but you do some things. And that's, that's where it. So uh, Country Roads, why don't you take us home here? <laughs> To the place I belong. I belong. I belong. Because West I'm Virginia. Mount Mama. All right, Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, Jeff, for being here. It has been a pleasure. This this has been our longest podcast, and it included you, so they're all that. I, the pleasure's all mine. I appreciate you having me on. <laughs> we'll have you, you on again. Money in your heart. Money in your pocket. Desire in your heart. I got, desire in my, I got money in my pocket. Desire in my heart. <laughs> I'm ending the show now. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye.